Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 73, and this is number 10 of the What It's Like to Be series, and this is going to be a different one because it's what it's like to be homeschooled, but we're kind of interviewing ourselves. Um, on the podcast today is Down Lucas, first time in a long time not being on the podcast when it's not a movie review, and then my brother David, and then myself, and we kind of just talk about our experience of what it was like being homeschooled. Most people who find out that we were homeschooled, they kind of get shocked because we're not the um, air quotes, stereotypical, sheltered type of homeschooling. And we get into that, like why we felt like we turned out the way we did. We talk about the pros of being homeschooled and we also talk about the cons and some of us had different experiences. So some people don't feel as like they're, they were that far behind as far as like social experiences and things like that. Um, I remember one time some girl she thought that uh, she had more life experience than I did because she was, she went to public school and I didn't. But uh, we thought that was kind of a funny joke, uh, me and Dallin, when we heard that. Because uh, we had plenty of life experiences, especially when we, when, when we went on our religious excursions. Dallin went to Madagascar and I went to Philadelphia. But anyway, um, yeah, so this is what it's like to be homeschooled. Episode 10 of that of that episode's interview series, and uh, this is episode 73 of the John Lyon Podcast. Enjoy. Uh, you guys already, yeah, you already opened them. I already opened mine. Mm-hmm. Oh. I said mine's better. I haven't had the red one forever. Which kind do you normally get? White. Ew, you get the white monster? Yeah, the white monster. And Dave's got the tall boy. <laughs> tall boy. Or the long boy. I got the tall can. It's got more energy. <laughs> um, that's what it's Oh. Uh, you guys want to start with the fun fact? Yeah. I got a good one for us because we use Wait, hold one. on. Do energy drinks affect you anymore? Yes. If I drink them late at night, like, like you'll like, like right, right now, like right now, right up. now, it'll I'll, I'll probably be up until like eleven. Really, but it, they don't normally like during the day. What really gets me is like a couple of uh, cups of coffee. That will, and I, I yeah. think that's because I'm at my desk all day, and so therefore I'm just like jittery and I have nowhere to go mm. and I have nothing to do, so I like really feel it. But if I'm like out and about, if I'm like at the gym, no way. Yeah, because if I have, like, energy drink nowadays, like, I just have to pee more. Yeah, it'll yeah. make me have to pee quite a bit. Yeah, uh, that's true. It just shoots right through you. I don't feel mm-hmm. any energy change. Yeah. I uh, I sent you a picture, Dave, the other day. The ladies mm-hmm. at work got Jamba Juice, but I was like, I don't want Jamba Juice. I don't want to get a good, big old smoothie. Mm-hmm. So I just asked for some wheatgrass. Usually oh, wheatgrass comes in, like, those little, like, plastic cups that you, like... You were going to do that? No, no, no. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, but they, for, to, to, to go, they, they put them in this, these capsules. I'll have a picture of it. Um, and it's just, I only wanted one ounce, but it was two ounces, and it was freaking disgusting. And this is what it looks like. It's like a value you'd piss oh, into to wow. give your... <laughs> we used to do that as just oh, a joke uh, as a kid, just to drink those. Yeah, wheatgrass. Yeah. It's like, oh, I dare you to drink oh, a yeah. shot of wheatgrass. Purifying cleanse. Spenders Spenders like you gonna like get the runs now and I actually didn't. It's nasty. So it is nasty though. I can't Supposedly you get all your vegetables and fruit yeah. in like one day. Mm, who needs them? I don't, yeah. I don't believe it. Mom's always like you 
where's your vegetables at? Because I had like a big old 11 ounce steak the other day. In the toilet. And I was like, uh, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it tastes like you just mowed the lawn and licked Dude, your shoe that's after. That's exactly what it tastes like. Yeah. It's not it that good. It's, All right. it's not good. Here's the fun fact. You guys ready? The word dude, which we use a lot. I know what that means. Comes from the word doodle. Oh. As in Yankee doodle, which means fool or simpleton. So, hold up. <laughs> I was wrong. What did you think it was? Someone told me, this is kind of funny. I feel like it was a homeschooler that told me this, actually. <laughs> now, this will, thinking this back. Will connect. Hold up. I remember somebody told me it was a pimple on a cow's butt. What? Pimple on a cow's butt? Yeah. A dude? I think I've heard that before, too. Yeah. I don't I, know what's worse. <laughs> a simpleton or a pimple on a cow's butt? I have no idea. Dude. But I think we were wrong. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, well, because the word... Wait, what's that from? Is that on Reddit? This is from Reddit. Today mm-hmm. I learned, Reddit's yeah. it's true, so... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, what are people saying in the comments? Do they agree? <laughs> did you, what did you, did you just call... What did you just call Lebowski? Oh, the yeah. dude from... <laughs> uh, what else are they saying? The dude abides and so and does so simply or whatever. I don't know. Okay. So if a lot ever, of if you ever seen the word, uh, I've seen the movie the uh, big the big Lebowski. So a lot of big Lebowski well, jokes, there's, puns. There's plenty of words that change their meaning. Yeah. All the time. And I don't feel like dude means negative things. No. Anymore. No. Nope. It's, P- uh, pimple on a cow's butt. I, I I I think I know who I heard that from too. So oh, interesting. They'll remain nameless. Um. Yeah. No, but uh, speaking of like. Simpleton, or what was the other word for it? Simpleton or fool? The word I've been like, I like, I can't talk today. The word I've liked to use lately is pleb, pleb or plebe, pleb. Mm. It's it's basically the, in the Roman times they yeah. were basically peasants. Mm. It's like when it, here's an example sound like a, weird. How it do you does, use that? Like people who don't have iPhones, I call them green bubble plebs because <laughs> mm. they can't afford an iPhone. There you go. And I hate texting those people. Yeah, it's number five. I hate when they like find their way into group messages too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me. Here's a little. Here's another fun fact for you. Group messages on iPhones are the best because you can name them, so you don't have just a bunch of random names or numbers on the top when you're like on the the uh, main <laughs> screen of your text messages. Mm-hmm. And the best part is, if you don't want to be in the group message anymore, you can leave. Yeah. Where if you try to just you, the regular ones, you have to just delete them, and then someone will text back like two hours later, and it'll start a whole new thread. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's and it's the worst when like everyone in the group message doesn't realize that it's not an all iPhone group message, and they start like liking things and loving yeah, things. because yeah. then, and then met... it says they liked this thing. Yeah, or they love this thing. Yeah, yeah. or they question it. this thing. I hate it. And then yeah. in our group message, how like we started going back and forth, and like Jonathan liked something that someone liked. I <laughs> said oh, liked this. Like Jonathan liked that. Someone liked this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't know you can do that. It was. It's the worst. It was horrible. See, the worst is when you have a. You probably should move that can. This can awfully close to the Bro, corner. Oh, I got it. I got <laughs> That's it. That's like living li- on the edge. I like living on the edge. <laughs> um, the worst is when you have a buddy, who's been an iPhone, you know, person, ever since you've known them, and all of a sudden you text him, and it's green. Yeah. It's like <laughs> did you, you turn like, your. Please just tell me. Like, please tell me you you like are not on iPhone Messenger or something like that. Like just like, like you're, that you you're, only you're, turned it off the yes. iMessage. Yeah. Because he was on a trip. And so maybe I was like, oh, maybe he just doesn't have service or I yeah. don't know. Sure enough, fool comes back with a Android or whatever the hell they're called. Ugh. Samsung so like break or whatever his phone or something and have to get a new one? No. 
nope, he decided he was done with iPhones. And I was like, you traitor. Yeah, it's like a sister Carrie. I'm going to put throw under the bus right now. She had used to have an iPhone like when they first came out, and then she got, which I don't blame her for changing because those ones were kind of like, whatever, the 3GS. But um, now she like uses everything that Apple uses but not have an iPhone. She has an iMac. Yeah. She uses iMessage on her iMac. And I had no idea. This blew my mind. Like, I know that PCs can download iTunes. I didn't know that Androids could download Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, wait, what are you using on your phone? She's like, oh, it's Apple Music. I'm like, why the freak are you using their service? You're admitting that their yeah. service for music is better than... Why doesn't she... Carrie, why don't you use App, um, Google Music? Or Spotify. Uh, or Spotify. Spotify. She used to use Spotify. Mm-hmm. Spotify is pretty decent. I'd say Spotify for oh, me yeah. is like the second best if you want to go for music, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like, I don't know. I like um, Spotify's like recommended music. Like, like that's cool yeah apple doesn't really have that that's true because i don't really get like good good things like oh you should listen to this since you like this yeah remember apple's old genius mixes no they would go by genre and then like you'd see the album artwork the first four would be like the, yeah. the first something like that genre is not the same and I, I started to think like i don't think they go off the actual i think they just go off what's listed mm-hmm. if you have it typed in wrong yeah. the genre mm-hmm. then that's just they're just gonna yeah. they're gonna go off that data they're not gonna go off actual like music and stuff mm-hmm. man we're already 10 minutes in um, wait what was the fact uh, the word dude <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. meaning simpleton or or uh, what was the other or word fool fool that's what it was yeah all so right. we're all dudes cool let's move along Um, so it's a what it's like to be episode today mm. usually it's my interview style podcast but this one's going to be kind of different because we're going to be kind of interviewing ourselves, <laughs> if that's True. even possible. And it's not like something that we studied. <laughs> no, we lived it. Yeah. So uh, it's um, what it's like to be homeschooled. So all three of us- Or preface what it's like to have no life experience. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gosh. That's going to come up later in the podcast. A boom roasted to ourselves. Yes, to ourselves. <laughs> Man, what a bunch of losers. Oh, but, what a bunch um... of dudes. <laughs> Oh, full circle. So, kind of to give a brief history, I went to public school until fourth grade, and then mom pulled me out, and then I was first grade. You were first Wait, grade. What, what grade? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. How old were you down, or what grade? It would be sixth grade. So you did longer than any of mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So I finished elementary school, and then the whole like going into middle, middle school, school transition, like didn't work. Yeah. For anyone who's listening, who's in Utah, I know that. Middle school is different up here because ninth grade is technically still middle school. And I think sixth grade is technically still elementary school. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's I not how they do it in California. California is sixth grade is middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So six to eight. Six to eight is middle school, yeah. So we're all going to have different kind of perspectives because we've all had different experiences since being homeschooled, but we all had very similar experiences as well i guess i could say and we're all gonna have like different opinions on like would we ever homeschool our kids and like looking back like what kind of things affected us like positively and negatively um because i was i've been thinking about this subject a lot and i I can guarantee you but you could it's kind of hard because you can't play the whole like what if game with life but i do know that maybe the way i communicate because i already know i'm a bad listener which is funny if I interview people what on, a are you doing on a podcast. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> You're so, trying to improve that. Exactly. There you go. But I've always been a bad listener, not because I'm not interested in what people are saying. It's the listening 
or lack of that skill where you're constantly trying to think of what you so want to say you're next. You're listening to respond. Exactly. Not listening to take it in. Exactly. And I'm always sometimes scared that I'll if I don't say it quick enough or add it You'll to forget the, it. I'll forget it. So maybe that would have changed if I actually went to a public school setting where I had to interact with people a lot more. And then maybe I don't know though. It's, That's the thing. It's, like it's hard to tell. Because really. a lot of that also is nature nurture. Like are those just personality traits I got from my parents? Because you're in the home all the time around your siblings, but I don't know. So I, have, mean, I maybe. have friends who went to school and they're the worst listeners of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It, and that happens. Um, yeah. Maybe it's more of a childhood thing. Maybe you felt like you couldn't get a word in with a, a bigger family or something like that. That could, that could be um, a big factor. That's a good observation. It could be. You're fighting of, for time. So yeah. you're always like trying to cut people off and yeah. stuff. And um, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. There could be a number of things though. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, where did you guys want to start? Like, um, Do you want to start with your experience was like being in public school before we head to homeschool? Well, I'll just say you go ahead, Dal. Most of the things I say in this podcast are all anecdotal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. do any research or like fact checking on like what the stats are of yeah, like successful rates of yeah. homeschooling kids versus public school, which so, is surprisingly pretty high. Actually, uh, I was looking it up today. I think it's sixty-seven percent. And that's yeah, for so, people who are homeschooled. So mm-hmm. David clearly did some research. Yeah, it's, it's pretty high. And I, I was actually, I, I was surprised. Dave um, was like, I was looking for data. Yeah, I know. I was like, the, I, was, I was on the other end. <laughs> I was looking for something to be bad, you know. Some but confirmation no, it was, bias. It was actually really, yeah. it was really good. Uh, and a lot of stuff that I read was nothing but positive stuff. Um, and again, it's just all going to be our personal preference. It, and I, I would say we can, we can start this as a bookend. Like I would start with the podcast saying that I think homeschooling can be great. But I think it comes down to the child and personality. And the, like, structure of the homeschooling. Because, yeah. like, I know, like, all of us probably had different types mm-hmm. of homeschooling, too. So it's yep. not like everyone has the same, same like, workload or yeah. whatever. Like, it's just all different. And then to also kind of start this bookend or whatever you want to call it is that we're not here to, like rag on our parents because ultimately they made the decision to homeschool us because they thought that was the best thing for us and they only could do what the i mean they could only do with the knowledge that they had yeah. so like if we say if it sounds like we're saying things negative or that please, we wish yeah please we're don't. not making fun of our parents or like slamming our parents but yeah, like please, it's just please don't take it that way i mean uh, i'll say it again i have nothing but you know love and respect for my parents but uh, and to I, I feel like to kind of ground this conversation, unfortunately, I kind of have to be uh, vulnerable yeah. in this podcast. Um, but I, I feel like um, I should for the greater good of the podcast, right? And and for me to kind of create a little bit of awareness for people who are thinking about homeschooling, people who are already homeschooling, and for the children as well. Yeah. Because um, we all have different perspectives, right? Um and I, I know that children probably won't be listening to this podcast, but <laughs> that's my whole audience. Somebody <laughs> talking about. I mean, they're homeschooled. Yeah, so they got they, they got, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But somebody's got to say something. But it's but it's one perspective, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like you you said before, we all had different experiences. But for me, um, a big part of this is there's two sides to this party, and I. It's you have to understand that there's always going to be a repercussion when there's two sides of the party, but one person is making the decision. And to me, that's meaning the parent, the parent. Yeah, Um, there's going to be repercussion. And I think that that's what I would like people to understand. Um, I think that this is what I'm going to say is very controversial. And I think people will be like, David, that's way out of left field. Um, 
But take, for example... Um, Homeschooling kids turn into pedophiles? No. No, I'm just kidding. Not that. <laughs> not um, that out of left field? No, not... not no, no. Uh, but take, for example, um, let's say your kid is six and is it's a boy, it's feminine, and the parents decide that to choose the gender for oh, the child. Yeah. That's kind of hip or, right now. Or if your child is also a boy and is feminine and it's four and it says that it likes boys and you say, yes, you like boys. Yeah, gay. you must be gay. So even though homeschooling is not on that level, the reason why I say that is because the outcome can still be the same, which is resentment. Because um, you're choosing hold, a decision yep, for a kid. Holding a kid back. Um, there could be a lot of things. Um, so I kind of wanted to start off with you know pretty much with that um talking to mike oh sorry no um, you were like looking but down. we we can definitely go through the pros and cons yeah um, i mean we could go off our own experiences like just simple pros like i don't know i mean i didn't have to wake up early i mean it could, <laughs> do you guys remember your guys's homeschooling experience really yeah yeah you do yeah mm-hmm. so, I, I remember like the decision to be homeschooled as yeah. well how did how because you, you would have been older than us by yes. two or Just a yeah, year, year or two, yeah. Sounds like. And, and um, well, David's been homeschooled the most because you started at first grade. First grade, I don't even know if I went all the way. Um, I oh, can't wow. remember. So yeah, because it was actually halfway because I got pulled out halfway okay. through fourth grade, which means you would have yeah. got pulled out halfway so, through first grade. Um, I at don't Bear know, Valley Entr- Elementary. I don't know if you want to say why, um, but before you do, I to me, I think it's very important that a kid actually experiences school. Um, and oh, wow. you had the most experience in school, and um, I mean, everybody is kind of had a different experience here with homeschooling. But you seem to do really well with homeschooling. I remember growing up with you, and you had your crap down. Uh, at least to me, that's how I mm. I felt like you were, um, and you went to school the longest. Um, but I, again, I don't know how you, yeah. why you got pulled out, or and I don't know if you want to say. Yeah, um, but I, I'm I'm fine doing that. <laughs> I was like plan on doing it anyway yeah and of course like i probably don't know everything yeah because maybe my parents made the decision more than like they let on because like i from what i remember is the the decision to be homeschooled came when we were trying to register for one of the two middle schools that were in our area was this and still in your old house in Rio valley yeah okay yeah, yeah. old farm street yes um old and so we had there was like two schools that I could have gone to and I think we missed the registration for one of the schools. Oh, okay. And then which I didn't that I don't even know if that's still a thing or whatever, but um anyway, so then we went to the other school and I think we met with somebody there and my mom like had like a weird feeling or something and so Basically, she, like, asked me if, like, if I wanted to go to that school or if I wanted to be homeschooled. And so I was a kid. I'm just like, oh, sweet. Like, just be at home. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. Yep. Um, but the, the other reason why my mom, I think, leaned more towards being homeschooled is because I wasn't bad at school. It's just... I I feel like I was the one like always distracting my like classmates, um, and so like like I don't know I just I liked being social at school and like mm-hmm. talking yeah. to people and stuff and so I would always have 
like meeting my parents would have meetings with my teachers saying like the talent's just like not doing his homework and like blah 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 and so they would give my parents like the workload that i had like missed out on to go home and do like homework yeah. mm-hmm. and so i would i would get it done like over the weekend yeah so it'd be like i don't i don't know how many weeks worth but it'd be like a couple weeks worth of homework and i would just get it done mm-hmm. so it's not that like i didn't i didn't like know what to do in in school it's just i preferred to do something else yeah it was just like doing the actual schoolwork wasn't interesting to me i wanted to hang out with people yeah Yeah. and i i definitely think it depends on the individual kid um and i think that your uh, your decision as a parent to take one kid out of school doesn't mean you have to take all your your entire family out of school because every kid is different so one might excel in school one might not um, it's true. And but you'll never know if mm-hmm. the kid is never gone to school, so you'll never know if that kid will you know succeed in school or not. Yeah. Um, but and so I I feel like I was at an age like how old are you when you're in fifth grade? Can I don't even well, know. I think in Can fourth grade in fourth grade yeah. <laughs> so in fourth grade you're like s- ten I think. Well, it depends also when your right, birthday so, lands. Okay, so when you I'm gonna look in you, kindergarten are you like four or five? You. Five? I want to say I want to say five. Yeah, five. Or so six? I'll just say then add five more years. That's like ten. I'm ten. Yeah. So I feel like I was still at a point where I could I could make a conscious like says in United decision. United States you, on average you are either eleven or twelve when you're in sixth grade. Ah. Okay. okay. So, so I would I been, think you, your kindergarten I think is six then. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I would have been ten and two in fourth grade. So for me, like this is different than than like you guys because you were young yeah and so like i feel like i was old enough to to be like oh yeah I'll, that, that works yeah. like i experienced school like it's fine yeah yep, exactly you didn't feel like maybe you're really missing yeah. much um for me i remember bits i mean the days kind of blend together because we didn't really do much yeah <laughs> um so i kind of was able to as i was thinking about this i was able to kind of split it up in three different segments um, well, do you want to go over first of why mom and dad pulled us out? Because um, I remember a lot of it. So, uh, I don't want to, but I, I will. Um, so, my understanding was... Uh, well, first off, mom was a noon duty. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like that word, by the way. But it, it sounds just, like nude duty. It does sound like I don't, nude I don't duty. like it. So, at elementary school, in there's recess, there'd be like a bunch of moms who volunteered oh, actually i think they got paid and they had yeah, the walkie-talkies so. and the fanny yeah. packs and stuff yes they looked ridiculous but basically they had the whistles they're making sure people were following the rules yeah. and stuff mom did that so she got to pretty familiar with our school yeah and for people who've listened to the podcast they already know i'm religious but we all three grew up in the same religion but also like a very conservative religious mm-hmm. homes yeah so mom and dad were concerned with like some of the stuff that we were gonna have to start learning in the next few years that they were trying to like especially in california that they were trying to like put into education as far as like how young they taught sex and stuff like that but then also another big one was uh just the way they taught like remember that Mathland program they tried instituting in our school district no so Mathland was this weird and I think it's stupid looking back on it that they tried to teach kids about math in a way that they would let them do the problems and it did not matter if you got the answer wrong or right. They just wanted you to explain afterwards how you got that answer. 
Are you sure that that's how it was, or mm-hmm. if that was mom's? Uh, oh, maybe that was mom's interpretation. Mom, interpretation. But what I—that's what I gathered from it. And that, if, and to me, if that is correct, that is stupid because it, if it's wrong, it's wrong. It kind of—I yeah. get, but, I get the, I get the mentality because they basically maybe they were trying to like get people to have math soak up more because if they could explain it back to you, like regurgitate back to you, then maybe like they would be able to connect in their mind. That Oh, that's, that's wrong actually the for, right. There's yeah. a, that's wrong for a reason. Oh, I see where I messed up there. Yeah. So I so see it, it makes sense actually, but and either way. Yeah. There was um, like things like that. And so I, I, that's the real reason I know why. That, I, so basically being a Guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that she, they didn't really like what was, the, you know, the way that things were being taught and also, you know, what, you get exposed to when you go to school. And I know that, um, and that for anyone who's listening, we, this would have been late nineties, uh, 1996, like Yeah. Um, so, and I, I remember hearing growing up that I had a learning disability. Um, you did. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I heard this from mom. I had a learning disability and, uh, it was a big reason for her pulling me out of school because they wanted me to, be in special ed, I guess. Um, and mom didn't like to think thought of that. Um, uh, that's my understanding that goes with or it. maybe she lied to me to, to you know, justify <laughs> why she did it. Dude, um, I was in special friends. Yeah. You were in special friends. You know what special friends is Dallin? Yeah. Okay. But anyone who doesn't listen, who's listening, doesn't know this. It actually is funny because it's my brother-in-law's mom who was like over this. And they felt if there was any kids that showed signs of like not getting along with kids or they were lonely, and emotional that they would go and hang out with this lady who like was in the uh, extended part of the school, like those portables, and you'd go and read books and play games and like get X Men cards and stuff. So I just thought that was a cool thing when I was a kid. I was like in second or third grade. Turns out I get older and I find out that's because they thought I was weird. That's why I went to special friends. So uh, so yeah, you were, you were I think it's just a byproduct of us being the two youngest in the family. Well, the Carrie was taken out too. Remember? Oh wait. How old was Carrie when she started? Uh, she was seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. So she's got more of a similar experience down. Yeah. And uh, anyways, so I, I can I can split my experience up in, into kind of three different parts. Uh, the first was the early on ages, like when we got taken out, and it was it was definitely uh, more of a religious experience. I remember um, having to read my uh, having to read scriptures before we can even do schoolwork and. Uh, I could be remembering this wrong too, so go ahead and jump in if if, I think if that's if you correct. Want to. But and remember when I'm, we first started, mom took us to an actual <laughs> center. Yeah, it was, they were trying to do that homeschooling. There was like an option for either your parents yeah. just to do it all by themselves, or there was like a hybrid where like you would take them to like a location, you'd register them there, and then they would get a little bit of tutoring, and then they would just send you back with all yeah. the homework. And I just we play ch- Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, yes. Oregon Trail. And I would just shoot the crap out of some buffalo. Yeah, but we only tried that dun, again. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> crap scared the hell out of me. What is the little Timmy just broke his foot? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> or they the have dysentery. Yeah. Um, but because our childhood memories kind of get blurred together, I can't tell if we went to that center for like a month or if we went yeah, for like that, the first I, I, the first year of being homeschooled or a day or, or a two. Day. Like I, I have no idea. Those. I can't I have, remember. I have no idea. So anyway, I keep going. I, I remember having to read scriptures before we did schoolwork, and I, I remember like we couldn't really move on to other, uh, you know, other educational stuff unless we did our scriptures. Uh, that was kind of that was kind of like the the root of it, right? I mean, it was my parents are our parents are very religious, so uh, that was kind of the root. Um, and I remember that, and then I remember when mom started to work as well. 
That was when we were older, though. When, a little bit when we were older. Um, but okay, on, back to the I guess the the beginning start of it. Um, we we used to go on field trips with other homeschoolers. A little yeah. bit later. A little bit later. Yeah. Um, with other other nerds who uh, were just as weird as we were. <laughs> but we uh, we uh, we would go to these random places like a farm. I don't know what the hell that taught me. Oh, it's a freaking cow. Um, oh, that we saw. Could be your job someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't finish school, this might be your job, bro. Um, no, we saw. That's where we, we saw, saw the, yeah. the cow being born. That yeah. was disgusting. That was and nice. That didn't teach me much. Other than that was disgusting. Um, so Find we did we did random stuff with other homeschoolers. Uh, so we we had some sort of social interaction. We go science museums and stuff. I, I do. I, I remember once going to a science muse- museum, and then another. Uh, I can't remember what museum. Do you remember it the was. math books we used to use? Yeah, Saxon math, Saxon math, and S S A X O N Saxon math. And we someone some ladies like, oh, I thought it was called Saxon math. Yeah. Nice. But exactly. I used to uh, not learn anything from those math books because uh, when mom would walk away while we were doing our homework or doing the test at the end of the oh, chapters, bro. all the answers were in the back of the books. Exactly. <laughs> you just, just, <laughs> just flip. Oh, yeah, dude. That's and then you slide the paper. Day. Done, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Done all day. Dang. Um, Got it. So she would go to work after, anyways, uh, a little bit later. And Remember Cartoon Network, dude? It, uh, that's what I was going to say. We, we kind of started to get away with not being able to do as much homework because um, mom was gone. We would just hang least. out and watch freaking Thundercats, man. And Mortal Kombat twice in a row. <laughs> um, <laughs> the movie? Yeah, the movie. That's, that's before we knew what reruns were and we thought Thundercats was a new show, but it was like from the 70s and yeah. it was just reruns. So this is really painting a, a great picture of homeschoolers. Oh, um, Toonami was what it was called? Tsunami. Yeah. Right, no, Toonami, Toonami yeah. was what Cartoon Network was during the daytime. Yeah, that that's what it was. CGI robot? Yes, like I... Can't believe that you remember that, dude. But, I remember okay. all the craziest stuff. Um, so we, we were able to kind of slack off, and we kind of started to push the limits of not doing homework, at least for me. And I started to test the waters when she would come home, and we we didn't do homework. And so there wasn't really that much repercussion because um, we knew that mom would never ground us because she never grounded us in our life. Repercussions? Oh, I guess that's the right. Um, word, yeah. And first off, I mean, she was our mom first before a teacher. Yeah. And so we knew that we can get away with a lot of stuff with mom. And she... And she was already worn out by the time it got to us, too, because we were the two youngest. Exactly. So disciplining so us we, is a lot different than disciplining the oldest. Exactly. So we got away with a lot. And then there was a point where she started working at, like, Curse when I was, like, 13 or 14 or maybe a little bit before that. Um, and that's when I decided, I'm screw this. I'm done. I'm just going to do music stuff, you know, and then lie to her and tell her that I, I did my schoolwork. Yeah. And fall asleep through some videos that we used to watch. Uh, for school, yeah, because um, later on in our school, in like our last couple of years, mom found this religious, uh, <clears throat> this religious homeschool. Um, it was up here in Utah, but what they Grove. would, yeah, in Pleasant Grove, what they would do is they would film it on. It started long enough ago to where it was started on VHS, and eventually they got the DVD. But they would film actual classes. It was like a private school, and then they would send out those DVDs every week to, for like science, English, and history mm-hmm. and then you would have to do the homework and then send the dvds back now you could have the option to just show the homework to your parent or if you wanted to like get actual school credit i think like you'd send the homework in mom did the first one where like we just showed it to her and a lot of times because you're watching on your couch you fall asleep you you definitely so there was a lot of times where like we were just watching it and i learned a lot of cool things but i maybe not retained a lot of it because yeah. we weren't taking notes really and that was when you played a joke on me one time and <laughs> 
when I came back from the bathroom, David had a mechanical pencil like on the chair, and I sat right on it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was yeah, the that worst. Was, that was really mean. That actually, was a good prank. I didn't. No, I didn't sucked. do a lot of mean things. I feel like, but that one, I, that one sticks in my head. Like so, it stuck in his ass, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think overall, you could kind of ex- kind of wrap up me and David's homeschooling experience, whereas like. We didn't do much homework or like schoolwork overall growing like those years doing homeschooling. Like we learned things, but like there wasn't a lot of structure or yeah, accountability to like finish the homework. And I'm assuming down you had a very different experience. Yes. Yeah. Let's go over to down real quick and hear yeah. what his experience was. Um so I don't really remember like the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. All I remember is that it started out with my mom like trying to like be the teacher. Did she take you and Dory out at the same time? No. Okay. No. You're sure. Dory was later. Because how much younger is Dory than you? She's like five years. Oh, okay. So she was probably still going to public school and you were... Yeah, she might have just been in kindergarten. Kindergarten or something. Um, so I th- I think, like, the f- from what I remember, is that the first couple of years, it was, like, my mom trying to be, like, the teacher and, like, teaching me things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I I couldn't pay attention. Like, it just wasn't wasn't like my my cup of tea so then we they started this like new program with some like charter school thing and they like instead of calling it homeschooling they called it independent study yeah. i remember that i remember and so is that the same thing we kind of went like you go to a center and then they send you home with all the homework yeah yeah kind yeah. of like so, that so i had to go meet with this lady once a month and like report on my homework yeah. and then i would do a test with her like to prove that i was actually learning it and not that like my my parents were doing it for me for like comprehension mm-hmm. stuff yeah and so that like that like changed my experience with homeschooling cuz then i like i started doing things like on my own speed mm. and so cuz we would wake up early in the morning for seminary come home sometimes take a nap and then like sometimes go see a movie sometimes go see a movie <laughs> go to taco bell most of the <laughs> dude <laughs> eat an entire we, breakfast burrito at taco bell with one bite one bite so that was amazing, we used to do way. early morning seminary for our church and you go to the church building at like 6 30 in the morning but everyone else who goes to school they leave but because we were homeschooled we would just go to taco bell yeah and this is before taco bell nationwide had breakfast menus like this was a franchise location and they had breakfast, and all it was was beans, eggs, and cheese. Yeah, it's the, still the best thing. Yeah, but Down stuck a whole burrito and ate it in one bite. One they were so good. When's the last time you had one? I think it was like they're, around that. They're time. amazing. Yeah, well, they, don't, be, they don't they don't make them anymore, yeah, do they? they? Yeah. You Same have, thing. You have to ask for them. You should just say, "Can I get a bean and egg cheese burrito?" I just feel and like they'll, the, they'll make it for you. I feel like the ones that I that we had back then, like, oh, it's because we're in Utah. The beans are like a lot drier here. Yeah, it depends yes. on where you go. Elevation. Like, yep. What was so good about those ones is like it was the watery, the watery, the runny beans the runny that just beans. That <laughs> drip down the side of your <laughs> yeah. hand and then burn it because yeah. it's so freaking uh-huh. hot. Yeah. <laughs> but Down ate a whole burrito one morning in one bite. What was, I, I don't what know was if I've like ever laughed re- so hard was, in my, my what life. What was the reason? That you did it? I thought that we were just like <laughs> well, like betting for something. I don't know, but I just remember it looked like a dick. <laughs> so I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It, it was good. Because you used to do it with the one finger and everything. I wish people could see me, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. But. Yeah, I was just like, I think I would like start chewing the first half and yeah. then the last half, like, I'm just like, <laughs> I just got to push it in. <laughs> so this good. is the shenanigans that we had as homeschoolers that we could go to talk about yeah. while all of our friends yeah, had to go to yeah, school. Stuff, and, this, this is the type of like, like priceless stuff you can't re- like yeah that's true going it's very true 
Um, but anyway, but, go go back with your structure of so your anyway, yeah. So I did the independent study thing. Um, a lot of times, I would procrastinate until like the last couple of days before the month was over, before I started doing homework. Uh-huh. And sometimes I would stay up like all night, like just to do all of the homework that you're supposed to do to turn in the next day. So wow. like, from what I, I understand, is actually a normal high school experience yeah. too. So I I experienced being in high school, college, there like yeah. right yeah. off the bat. So he took some Adderall, stay yeah. up. <laughs> so I, I, that's when I probably became immune to energy drinks. There you go. <laughs> Um, Buy a bunch of Red Bulls before you start your projects. And yeah, so I would just like plow through all the homework and go the next day to like report to the lady and like do the tests or whatever. Yeah. And and then um, later, so when I was in high school um, years, there was like someone told me that like, oh, like you can, if you do this, like you can finish high school early and then start doing like what they called middle college. Mm -hmm. And so I would go to RCC and do like college courses there before I was like finished with high school. Before you were like 17 or 18. Yeah. And so like, I think I was on track to graduate early with high school, but then so you have to take the, the chess P. Yeah, it stands yeah. for the California High, High School, School Proficiency for, Exam. Yeah. And I guess, according to that test, it's actually a higher level. Uh, 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 it's higher than a GED, and mm-hmm. it looks better than a GED, but it was specific to California. And I'm sure a lot of states yeah, have them, I'm but sure. you had to be a certain age. Like, if you hit 17 or 18, you couldn't take yeah, it anymore. It 16. Yeah. And then you had to go off. just you had to go with like the regular GED yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I was still in high school, so yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. eighteen yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had like I took it two years before I was like supposed to graduate. Like, um, but I think I only passed two. There's like three or four um, sections mm-hmm. to the test, and I think I only passed like two or three of them the first time I took it, and so you. I can't remember how many you had to pass in order for you to like, like not have to take all of the other ones again. Oh, because I think if you passed three of them, then you only ever had to take the, the one you didn't pass again. That sounds very similar to the GED, mm-hmm. kind of. Or maybe ugh, it was something like that. Like you pass like two, you only had to take the other two, but you can only take it so many times as well. Yeah. So I I think in total, I took it maybe two or three times. I can't remember, but anyway, so. It it ended up taking me like the an, another year to finally like study officially for that that test, and so I I grad I did technically graduate before I would have in high school, but it wasn't like by much. It was like by a year but I could it could have been two years, but yeah. I was still taking college courses at the same time. Um, but I mean, what good did that do? Like. Like a lot of people, like our friend Ryan, like he did middle college. He wasn't homeschooled, but he did middle college, and he got his like associates before. Yeah, you're right. Because when like, he came back from his religious excursion in Korea, he only had to do one more year of schooling, and he got his bachelor's degree. Yeah. And he was like 22. Yeah, it was pretty much like yeah. right right after he like was done with high school, he had almost had his like associates or something like that. Yeah, because when I was starting community college, uh, I saw him sometimes uh, at school. And so he would have been a senior in high school, and I was like 21, 22. Yeah. But this so. is like this is another like conversation altogether. Yeah. But Ryan actually like decided what he wanted to do in school, so he like 
knew what he wanted to do, so it was easier for him to like take the the path that yeah. he needed to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I don't I don't even know if I really wanted to be in school. Uh-huh. Like I liked I like learning and stuff, but like I didn't know what I was like going to go to college for. Yeah, same thing. So I, I was uh, I didn't really have the motivation to actually like make a plan. I was just going just yeah. to kind of like learn new things. And but to go back to like when I first started um homeschooling, I think I credit being homeschooled to my passion of filmmaking. Uh-huh. Cuz I think if I was in school, I wouldn't have had that like extra time to like fiddle around with doing like filmmaking. I I mean I would still have time, but mm-hmm. like that's when I would do filmmaking stuff was because I wasn't in school. Yeah. Yeah. I think nowadays they're trying to make like extracurricular classes with technology a bigger thing, like film and computer stuff yeah. in high school. But when we were younger, that was like it was, that was mostly yeah. just college classes you yeah. could take for film. It wasn't it wasn't See, in high school that much. I was the same way yeah. though as you, except I just didn't do school. Yeah. I just did music stuff. Well, yeah, because that's what you were interested in. Yeah, that was exactly. And I, I think one thing that when I knew that I was kind of screwed and most I think most people would try to turn things around, but I, I never did, was when I think I was like 13 or even 12. And I had friends that went to school and I decided that I wanted to go to home. I, I wanted to be uh, go to public school. And I, I remember my mom saying that if I did, I'd be three grades behind. Um, I, I don't think that she ever did that to hurt me, really, but, like, uh, it, that was an embarrassment for me, like, going, I can't do that then. I can't go back to public school, even though I wanted to so bad. Especially I, I was at, done. Especially at that age. It's dumb now because we're, as we're all adults looking back, like, it's whatever. But in those what, years, yeah, like, I, I did not what want grade to be. What was it? I have no idea. But if oh, I was okay. 12, I, I did not want to be with nine year olds. So would it, it would have been in middle school age? Yeah. Okay. And I. I I refuse to because that's embarrassing. So instead of almost starting high school, you would have just started middle school. Yeah, and I I didn't want to be that kid in 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 that situation. And instead of stepping it up, I closed off and I I closed the door and started playing music more. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, and 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 the thing is, is that if you have a kid like that, not every kid is going to bounce back though at all. you might have kids that grow up and they will stay with you until the age of 30 because they can't get their crap together. That's Some, more, more common nowadays. Yeah, I, I looked it up. Um, hold on, I have the statistic here for that. Okay. Um, because I know that some people's reasoning for homeschooling is they feel like they have a certain amount of numbers that they get to spend with their kids. And so they, they feel you mean like a certain amount of years. Certain amount of years, sorry, that they want to spend with, uh, that they get to spend with their kids. So they feel like they want to be with them as much as possible. Um, so I decided to look it up, you know, what the, the statistic is for people who um, actually still live at home. And this is for, I think, 2016, Han. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Study shows in 2016, 33% of 25 to 29-year-olds lived with their parents or grandparents. Is almost three times as many as in 1970. That's just age in, in general. It's not saying if they're homeschooled or not, right? Yeah, that's just age in general. Just the generational so thing. I think that that argument is kind of bullcrap. <laughs> you're gonna ha- you're gonna be with your kids for probably a long time. It's not 1980s anymore, where you're 18, you get the heck out of my yeah. house. Yeah. You're gonna be with your kids for a long time. Uh, expect that. Um, so I don't really like that argument. Um, 
I have I wrote down a lot of of cons. We can go through the pros as well. Um, I don't know if you want to go through, but I mean, like, wouldn't like one of one of the parents they'd be in school or they'd be like working, mm-hmm. so they still wouldn't have that time with the kid anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, if the whatever parent decides to work outside yeah, the it, home, exactly. And and so one of the kids, one of the parents is probably just being selfish and they just want to. And, but there's, there's there's way more reasons than just that yeah. for I think a lot of people. Yeah, it's um, a con- it's a hard thing because. Like going off the whole like the stereotype of like homeschoolers being weird. Like mm-hmm. I get it. There, there's probably some weird things that I do, and maybe it is from the fact that I was homeschooled. Yeah. But I can can't tell you how many times when I was on my religious excursion or even at college or just other things since I've gotten older of when I'm talking to people and I get to know them and after a few weeks they find out that I was homeschooled. They're like, wait, what? They almost have like a mind fart. Yeah. Or because. Yeah. All three of us, and I've known other people, like we weren't the stereotypical, like weird sheltered ones. I think one factor is the fact that we did go to public school for a bit, so we knew how to socialize with that. But I think the biggest thing is that we all had older siblings yeah, I was just gonna say that. who would bring in things, air quote, from the outside world. So, like, we also went to church activities every week, mm-hmm. we went to seminary every morning, we went to church on Sundays. We would hang out on the weekends, yeah. and then we also had older siblings, you know, introducing us to certain movies, certain music, and certain things. Yeah. So, but that's again, that's because we had older siblings who weren't homeschooled. Exactly. But if you have a family where everyone's homeschooled, that's where I could again. Every family's different. Every yeah. child's different. But you could run into that situation where the kids become air quote more unusual or weird or not socially. Well, and, if if they don't have older siblings bringing and like, stuff, it, it was nice because. When I first was homeschooled, like that's when my mom introduced me to like all the group of the other people that we knew that were homeschooled. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's when we first started hanging out with you. And like I feel like that helped out a lot because then you're not just like the only one who's homeschooled that you like know of. Yeah, like, you have mm-hmm. other friends like, and I think because we hung out a lot, like yeah, yeah, we did, and like more than just weekends. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, almost every day. It was basically like, get your homework done. So we can hang out. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, when we met you, so, I would have been like 15. Mm-hmm. David, you would have been like, what, 12? And then you would have been like 13 or 14. Yeah. That's when we met. And so from then on out, like, yeah, it was just get your homework done so we could go hang out. And then it was easier when we all eventually got like our, like I got my learner's permit. Yeah. Remember that one time, dude? <laughs> when you learned your, your new house? And we wanted to play video games, and we had to use the landline to call each other. And the only person who could pick us up and take us to your house was your freaking grandpa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we thought oh, we man. were going to die. <laughs> How old was your grandpa? Uh, 80s. And didn't he have one fake eye? Yeah. He lost that when he was 12. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. He freaking picked, took down and came all the way to our house. To pick us up, and then we drove all the way back to Dallin's house to go play video games. I that was like the longest drive of my life at the time because I thought we weren't gonna be able to make well, it and play video games. It was because so like he was driving and my grandma was in the passenger side, oh. and she was like fiddling with something, and he was just like, "Darling, what are you doing with that?" It's like he started like mess with her as where he's driving, <laughs> so we're like in the wrong side of the road. Gosh. And he drove that old car that felt like a tank, right? Yeah. So I mean, we would have been fine. <laughs> Anyone we would have hit would have been in trouble. That's funny. That that You're... car is amazing. I remember, <laughs> I remember driving in the passenger seat. 
Like, I'd be sitting in the passenger seat, and everyone's like, dude, how's this car going? Because it had the bench. Yeah, the bench, yeah. The bench front yeah. seat. Oh, is that where yeah, you yeah. sit in the passenger and yeah. you steer with your... I would, yes. I would just have my, like, hand stretched oh, out, and then, gosh. like, people wouldn't even know. I mean, it's, <laughs> dude, it's they, stupid. The, the, the funny thing is, is those cars are ridiculous. My sister-in-law still has one. Really? And it drives exactly like the boat. Well, like, yeah, like, it just... just it, it bounces, bounces you forever. Bump, you're like, 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 you're, crazy. Like, you're on the wake, like, yes, on the water. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. weird. That's but funny. she still has one. I Remember, love that car, though. You used to do that. You'd sit in the passengers, but then be able to reach over <laughs> yep. and drive. So it looked like yeah. the invisible person was driving you And there around. was no, like, center console thing, so I, yep. my legs could stretch all the way over, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, she's got the bench. Yeah. It, so that, that, funny. that was awesome. That's funny. Then you could have, like, six people in that car, too. That's yeah. true. Like, whoever invented the center console is an idiot. <laughs> more, it was more area to put your crap in. I bet yeah. you it was a correlation of when CDs came out, because that's where they uh, had to pull their CDs. But now, probably, now we don't need it anymore. It's nope. the same person that left the space between your seat and the door. It's that person where you can lose your change or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, like under the under the under the uh, seat. Yeah, it's the same person. Have you noticed that, that in does... between the console now, like they have carpet like rolling up like that? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, where like that. you catch your I've coins. Good. Our does, car has that. Does uh does Tesla have a center console? I don't know. Because if anyone's gonna like move away from like having crap in your car <laughs> that you don't need, it's <laughs> gonna be Tesla. Tesla. Exactly. Did you know that I was looking at maybe getting a different car to get cheaper payments? Maybe like a lot of Tesla. <laughs> no, yeah. A lot of the cars now are being advertised Bluetooth, like entertainment sister. In parentheses, it says no disc player. Like they have to let people know that we don't do CD players mm, anymore, which is good. Which eventually is gonna be like standard. A lot of the cars now are coming out with that Apple CarPlay. Does your mom have that? Yeah, she does. Anyway. So that I like what other pros were there so, like well so the, so we're going on to pros and well, we start we're, with pros or we yeah let's just start with pros so, I okay. think we're just going here, back and forth okay right? so yeah, yeah, here, yeah. here's we're some reasons loosey goosey here's some reasons that parents will homeschool their children okay um they believe that they can give their child a better education uh religious reasons that and this is off of actually a website I'm gonna hold that up for you no that's right uh, to teach their children particular values and beliefs. Because they um, feel that if they go to school that they're yeah. going to pick up values and beliefs from other people. Yep. Uh, to develop character um, and morality, um, object to uh, what school teaches, and a poor learning environment in school. Those are reasons why kids and parents will take out their kids. Yeah. Um, if, you were put it, think, if you were to put it in the political world, it would. a lot of those are very uh, conservative. Yeah. Which and, isn't a bad and, thing. And the but. thing is, it's like... My mom's not here to to speak for herself, or so I don't herself. or defend herself. I ha, so I have no idea really what the real reasons were, but I know that she did it because she thought that that was what was best for us. Yeah, and I I completely get that. But my biggest thing is that when you decide something for a child, you know, you're you're dealing them a set of cards, um, and not everybody is going to like the cards that they're dealt. That's true, and it's up to you as a person to lay your cards out on the table and figure out how you're going to how you're going to you know figure this out how are you going to rise above how are you going to graduate you got to do it yourself or how if you don't graduate what's life going to be like and not everybody is going to be that type of person that is going to figure that kind of crap out yeah cuz it says the statistics you pulled up that like 67% of homeschools are more successful than public schools and their yeah. SAT scores are higher but yes. again that's just a percentage. Yes, and and it's and not every kid is like that, and you're, not every parent is on top of it too. Um, it's true. And that's something to consider: is that if you're going to be lazy with your kids when it comes to homeschooling, do not do it. I don't think that that's probably a good idea. Um, you both have to be on it. Like like I said, there's two parts of this party, 
um, or, or there's there's two people in the in, in this in this equation, right? Both people have to be on top of it. Uh-huh. The the parent, the teacher, who is the teacher, and the kid. One person slacks off, it's probably not going to be that good um, of an outcome. And, and then at the same time, the parent technically has more of the responsibility because they're the ones who decided to do this well, kind of education. And well, when especially when they're little. Maybe when they're older, like when you got to Dallin's age, mm-hmm. like he obviously had more responsibility because mm-hmm. he understood and he knew better. Yeah. But when it's a younger age and this yeah. is the only thing the kid knows, mm-hmm. I would argue that the parent does have more responsibility because the kid's never been to public school, so they don't know what it's like to have that structure, I guess you'd yeah, say. Yeah, and, and I will say that um, even though I was young, I mean, I have zero resentment towards my parents for taking me out. Like I said, they, they did what they thought was best. Was it best? Most likely not. But for them, at the time, that was best. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's right or wrong, right? Um, we don't know if it – maybe I would have been crappy in school. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe we would have got but to heroin. Maybe. Maybe we would have got a tattoo on my face. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I, I think mean, you, I think you were younger or older than, than that part. If you were going to school now, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe just heroin. Um, <laughs> we don't know how I would have ended up, um, but I guess that's what I'm trying to say is you don't know – and for kids, unfortunately, if you're experiencing these type of things, you're not – all you can do is just do your best to move yeah. on and not resent your parents for choosing something that they thought was best for you at the time. With the knowledge um, that they had. Yes. Um, so I don't resent my parents. All I can do is move forward to – you know, with the, the hand – the cards that I was dealt, and that's what I have. So let's work with it. Because, yeah. um, like, I, I feel like – so even if – someone is to go to school i still feel like it it is a parent's responsibility to keep up on them yeah like even doing their homework even what, if they go to public school yeah, yeah. like I, th- I just feel like regardless it's still a parent's responsibility like to kind of like have some kind of accountability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but I, i'm sure most parents do that anyway yeah but, hopefully um, we're saying nowadays it's getting crazier because of all the anxiety that's happening with like yeah. younger generations they're yeah. like well that's what I'm parents saying. are stepping in and, and it's called the lawnmower or the uh lawnmore parent yeah. together yeah, they're, they're actually doing that. the homework for the kids oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. to good. get them which out is, of the crap really bad yeah that's for public school so like what, what you were saying about like if you were to start going to school mm-hmm. like where you were at mm-hmm. i feel like nowadays they would not start someone three grades behind three grades behind like they would force them to be in <laughs> yeah because they're like that, they don't want to like group because they because now we're at we're at like the emotional like part of our society like where that's like the yeah. most important part you, they don't want me to feel like school. i'm behind yeah the so feelings because <laughs> colorado or not colorado oregon <clears throat> just announced that kids can now have emotional distress days like off of, Dang, can of I school demand my ged though since like and be like um i feel like i was you probably could <laughs> <laughs> so i want to transition to that because i guess it'd be the cons that we could start so that conversation i have a lot of cons. okay wait well let me get into mine first <laughs> yeah so th- this kind of goes with cons but also transitioning and leaving school and going into college so I tried to start community college before I left on my religious excursion, and I had no idea what I was doing because I hadn't been in an actual school setting in like 10-plus years. Um, but every freaking time – so I didn't get my GED at that time. But every freaking time I went to do application stuff for either a job – my first job was Subway – or 
when I first started trying to apply to RCC, they would ask education level. And without fail, it felt weird and kind of like I feel like a loser sometimes, but it felt like I'd put homeschooled. When they'd ask about GED, I'd put homeschooled, and then sometimes I would lie and put GED, oh, yeah. and no one freaking ever checked because I put the word homeschooled. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's what I, I wrote GED, and then in parentheses I put homeschooled, mm-hmm. and because I put homeschooled, it was almost like a free pass. Like, no one checked on my But do anything. people check? No. That's the anything. thing. I don't think anybody really even checks I don't know. anymore. I don't think they do, unless it's like a high-profile job or something. Yeah, or even like college. like even then, because we have check some college friends that, that got fired. Yeah, or not so, fired, but uh, got in trouble because of not having GED. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. Well, like, cause community college, I don't think they gave a crap. Like Marino Valley, like RCC, yeah. like there was like whatever. But when I moved up here to Utah, I took a two years off unplanned of college because first off, I needed to gain a year so I could get residency, so it was cheaper. And then the second year was I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but I decided when I was, so I would have been like twenty four or so. I decided, you know, like heck. Just in case UVU like is a lot more strict because it's an actual four-year university, I'm just going to get my GED. I studied for like two or three weeks, and I got it, which I didn't think I would because I suck at the math part. But that's just kind of the con of like, I don't know how to fill out these forms of like, I didn't get my GED because I think a lot of homeschoolers, I've heard of some homeschooling families where like they have like a family council, <laughs> and they decide like this person who's – of graduation age, like we're not gonna go take the GED. You're not gonna have to do that. Do we all vote as a family that this person has done all the work they need to to be the equivalent of graduating? It's I'll some tell weird you, tribe crap. No, yeah, but that's what happened. But then I, because I had heard other stories of kids not getting their GED and getting through like all the way through college almost. Yeah. So I was like, oh, if they can do it, then I can do it too. Mm-hmm. But eventually I got it. But it's just kind of like that weird because we didn't have much structure and we didn't get the GED. That it kind of it threw me for a loop anytime I had to do any official like writing out, filling out paperwork of like my first applying for jobs and doing other things like that. It's just kind of one con I remember. Yeah, and but unfortunately people will argue that they don't even teach that in regular schools as well. No, they don't. It's <laughs> just like, that weird I guess the con I was saying was the weird transitionary period of become being at home all the time and trying to get into real adult life. Yes. Of uh, getting a job and things like and that. For sure. And I, I we just weren't well equipped for that. No. Um I mean Going and, and that's the part that I miss the most, really, uh, about not being in public school was the social interaction, really. Um, and I, I, I can get into that later um, on how it affected us. But, you, before um, you got on your long laundry list down, do you have any cons that you remember from being homeschooled? Like just things that you wish you would have, or you can uh, you can go off of these too because there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. For me, really, that's. That's the biggest one is just not having the same social interactions. Yeah. Like you you don't get to experience all the same things. I mean, like uh like with prom and stuff. Like yeah. I did go to prom though, actually. Yeah. But and I I mean I went with my and brother and we we DJ'd like some proms. Uh-huh. And when I was there I was like, I didn't miss anything. Yeah, I <laughs> know for sure. For I sure. did when my first girlfriend, she was in uh, high school, I went to her grad night at Disneyland. And I did a few other things. I'd go to like her plays and I'd go to the high school events, but like I got my experience there. And I would argue that as homeschoolers, like we got more social interaction than some, the stereotypical homeschooler. But again, we did miss out on yes. a lot of social, like being on a team. Like if you wanted to be in 
like soccer or basketball or whatever sports, it is, swimming, yeah, sports, chess. Um, that might be another pro for me is uh, like, not doing those. Well, no, because uh, I'm probably going off something else. But um, Domus brought it up the other day that that like randomly through the week we would just go to Disneyland. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and like, so this has been your later years in school. Obviously. Yeah. So it was nice. Like we would just. Just, so he was in public school. Yeah, though. he would ditch. He would yeah. ditch school, and we would just go to, to oh, Disneyland yeah. for the day. There you go. And it was the best because, oh. like, that was back when the season passed like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and so, nothing and, really mattered probably at that time either. Yeah, life. yeah. It was there was like <laughs> no worries, no no just, lines, like nothing. Like we didn't. Yeah, yeah, no no stress about anything. Like, um, we would like run from rides at Disneyland. It's just good times, huh? Like it's just we felt like we we were just we owned the place That's on funny. top of the world. But yeah, that my I, I yeah. all my Disney trips are because of being homeschooled. Yeah. So the pros, we can all agree the great thing about homeschooling is having the freedom, right? And the yeah. flexibility, that, the, yeah. That yeah. that is great. But um, like like Uncle Ben said, who? Uncle, Uncle Ben. ben. Oh. <laughs> great Ready? power, great responsibility. Dude. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to go through my laundry list of cons here. Um, now, are these your own or just ones you found online? These are a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I, I kind of got some, like some are my own, some I got from stuff. Anyways, whatever. Some of both. There you go. Um, and feel free to chime in if you guys have any, um, anything to say about them. Uh, so the parent now has to take the duties and responsibilities of both teachers, teacher and administrator which we, we've talked about already. Um, your family may suffer a loss of income as one parent will be dedicating their time to teaching. It's another one because if you were at school, the other parent could um, could work. Yep, which a um, lot of people are doing nowadays where like, especially in this culture in Utah, where like a lot of moms will stay home for the younger years of the kids and then when the kids get old enough to go to like school on their own and things like that, then the mom will either get a part-time job or when they're teenagers or older, then they'll go back and do like a full-time job. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you don't have the opportunity to do that part-time job yeah. exactly early in the years if you're teaching them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one that I heard recently, um, and, and that's the parent not and the child actually, not getting that well-needed absence makes the heart grow fonder, yeah. right? You're um, always, because you're always there. So yeah. um, I, I heard that when the parent drops the kid off at school, it's this nice kind of a m- moment of like, okay, like this is like I'm going to miss you. Time to grow up. But it's, and it's time to grow up. I got to get some crap done at home. Um, I got to do chores. I got to run errands. I got to have some me time, some lazy time. It's you true. know. And you don't get that. And the parent can be grumpy, you know, um, if they're not getting that time. And the kid can be also grumpy because they're constantly with the, the parent slash teacher. Yeah. Um, I remember when I left on my religious excursion, there's a lot of people that get homesick. I probably got really homesick, though, for those first few months because I had never really been away from home by myself. We'd always gone on family vacations together. And then anytime we wanted, we got dropped off at grandma and grandpa's. Uh-oh. We were supposed to be there for like a whole week. Yep. And couldn't me and do you it. would start crying. We couldn't do it because yeah. first off, there's nothing to do around there but count how many cats they had. Yeah. And second. <laughs> and then get scratched by them. Yeah. And second was like, we were just like had an anxiety from like not, that not being, you know, yeah. separation. So yeah. what we're used to. So then we, we felt bad because it was like a two hour drive, but mom and dad would come like yeah. two days later and come pick us up. Wow. So yeah. yeah. No, um, anyway. And I, I think that's very necessary uh, for the parent and the kid. 
um, I think that they both need time apart. And every day is, I think it's necessary. Well, it's uh, like finding that balance of learning how to be with each other mm-hmm. and build that relationship, but also finding mm-hmm. times to learn how to grow and be independent. Exactly. You and can't have too much of either, though. There's going to be a respect that is built off of that, to be honest. I, at least I think uh, from being absent, um, learning how to grow up. The, and then anyways, uh, that's a different story. But um, here's another one for you. Um, homeschoolers don't get uh, the same exposure to peer pressure or bullying. Which some parents think as a pro and they some think, people think as a con. I'm going to say that that is a con for me. I think that there's – because there is a spectrum and there is a line of too much bull- bullying, right, mm-hmm. where kids go and commit suicide and stuff like that. That's really bad. But I think that every kid needs to at least be put in, its, in their place, maybe made fun of every well, yeah. now and then. Um, I mean, you do get then, that from bigger families. Like we both grew up in big families, and mm-hmm. we got picked on a lot. But it is different when but you're the being the picked day, on. Yeah, yeah, but, and you're, it's different when you're being picked on by someone who's a stranger, who's a stranger. who you don't have to be around all the time. Also, peer pressure from random strangers as well is you're not going to really get that um, unless yeah. maybe this kid is hanging outside of a gas station. But I remember people ask me questions like that. They're like, do you feel bad? Like you didn't have any like experiences where like you could say no to drugs? And at the end of the day, I was like. I still said yes to him. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I, I, I guess like whatever. But I don't know. That's just that was just again that comes back to personality. I don't feel like I missed out on saying no to drugs, but yeah. maybe someone yeah. feels like. Well, it's like, would you have done it anyway? Like, it, yeah, maybe it would. It still would have just been like a whatever. Yeah, it's a what? If, I mean, it's still a what if. Yeah. We, don't have, we have no idea, right? No, you can't yeah. unless you turn back time. Yeah, um, which we can't. So the one that I think that you mentioned was you know less daily interaction with large number of kids. Uh, maybe even less outside activities, um, and most uh, school districts do not allow homeschoolers to participate in public school sports or activities. Yeah, because I remember so this one family, they got to do high school stuff, but they had to get a special waiver signed, and it, they were considered independent study students, and they were allowed to do cross-country, mm-hmm. which I think that was good for them because that was how they got in in their older years, those very formative years of high school, they could get into that socialization of maybe they didn't have it for a majority of their homeschooling life, but during those formative years, they did cross country. And I think they got a lot of that social interaction in those, you know, two or three or four years. But that does suck if some school districts don't let you do that. Yeah. Um, this one is very interesting to me. And this one really uh, kind of hit home for me. But uh, I, I, I saw this one on the internet, which was fewer award ceremonies and lack of family recognition as you're always with the child. Um, to me, that kind of leads to maybe not gaining the confidence that you need. When you win, you know, when, let's say when you have an award ceremony, all the attention's on you, mm-hmm. good job, here you go. Even like, if they're like great. dumb little awards, but when you're a kid, matter. those are huge Those are you. huge, those are yeah. huge wins, and I feel like kids need that. Um, but not the crap where everyone gets an award. That's bull crap. Is- yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, and I've talked to my wife about this, and a huge thing that, um, I can't speak for her really because she's not here, but a couple of things that she has told me. You can speak me, for her. Yeah, I'm just, I'm I, w- I will. Um, <laughs> a couple of things. Uh, her biggest thing um, that she learned uh, besides education um, and real education for you know going to school is the confidence. The confidence to um, pass tests. And to answer something with, you know, uh, confidence. Dude, somebody asked me anything. Like, it could be something stupid. It doesn't even have to be educational. I will never say I'm 100% right. 
You second guess yourself? I second guess myself all the time. I second guess and myself a lot at work. I'm starting a new job and I already knew this every single job. The first few months are always kind of a little nerve wracking mm-hmm. because you're learning everything. Of course. But I've always second guessed myself and double check and triple check the answers. Even if I have been working there for three months and I'm 95% true, mm-hmm. I don't want to mess up. Yeah. And now that you say that, that could be a uh, could be a factor be. It, yeah. of of being homeschooled and always having to check my work and never like being confident of like no 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 I learned that stuff I took um, the yeah. test I know I studied for I it I passed the test I passed yeah. it that could it, be a factor it, it again could be. I mean and we don't know well a lot of a lot of times like so, like I I never unless I'm like sure that something is like that this is like a fact yeah mm-hmm. um. I, I don't say like oh yeah I, I know this this is like doctrine it's because I've I've like corrected people all the time who are so sure that they're right uh-huh. that I'm just like no no that's that's not right at all and so like <laughs> I, I I prove them wrong and so that's why I for me that I think that's why I have a harder time like just saying that I like know something yeah it's because I've seen other people so confident in their in their error, yeah, and then decision, and it's wrong. wrong. Yeah, um, I have a very second guessy yeah, personality, I, but I, I can do. see how that could yeah. be because you're not for sure. I you're mean, you're not tested enough. Yeah, and, and you want to you want to see me freak the hell out? Uh, put a paper or a form in front of me. I will go nuts. And Plus, I, your I, handwriting's I, like chicken scratch. I was going to say, do you want to <laughs> see me having a, a panic attack? Yeah. Make me sign my signature in front of you. But that, I will go from zero to one hundred real quick, and I will I will freak out. I I hate doing it because I never I didn't write much, you know I, I we didn't write much at all. No. Um. And so I never it wasn't something that I practiced ever. So I have the worst handwriting ever. And I think that anybody that would be listening to this would be like, Hey, David, you're stupid. You can practice that. David, we got YouTube. The school of YouTube. You can practice all this stuff. You can learn all yeah, this. Yeah. By the time I, YouTube got big, you were already an adult. But the thing is, is that one thing that I feel has affected me is my ability to learn because they say that when the, the prime time of kids really soaking things up like a sponge is I think from the age of 9 to 12 or maybe a little bit younger. And if you miss that window, you have a harder time soaking things up. They um, say that with uh, learning languages too. Yes. And, and so I feel like I missed that opportunity. That does not mean that I, that I can't now. I, I understand that, but it is very, very hard for me to retain any information, and that is why I don't answer things with confidence because even though I may have heard it before, I most likely forgot, um, and, and it's really hard for me. Uh, that's one thing that has really affected me, and that it, it sucks, but I feel like my IQ is, is very low. Um, Would you yes, say um... – because I'm trying to see if you're the same as me. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you have a hard time when you learn something? You kind of maybe grasp it, but you have a hard time regurgitating yes, the information yes, and explaining exactly. it to someone explaining else. Explaining it back. Because um, I'll say like, "Oh, I learned this cool thing on a podcast." Even mm-hmm. nowadays, I'll, I learned this new thing on Wikipedia, and I was because I'm speaking so quickly or my my brain's moving too quickly. But I have a hard time unless I really really understand it. Yes. Like example, I have spent so many years in iTunes. I know how that all works. Unless it's something like that, I have a hard time with something new regurgitating the information back to somebody. Like, this is what I learned from it. And it's very, like, yep. all over the place of, like, how I'm trying to explain it back to somebody. Yeah, a math equation. Um, I can probably understand it, you know, uh, if you teach it to me. Give me about two days. I won't be able to do it. I won't be able to tell you how to do it. Oh, um, like retaining the information? Retaining the information, regurgitating it, telling somebody else how to do it. Um 
I, I feel like I've missed that window. And in order for me to be able to do that and really um, be able to regurgitate and take retain the information, I'm going to have to work really hard. So again, maybe harder than the average person. Harder than the average person. Yeah. Um, and and uh, eh, I can I have and other like, stuff on that, but I, I so yeah like because you were homeschooled, that probably is your reason why it's harder to learn things. Not mm-hmm. just because you're homeschooled, but the way you were homeschooled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I know plenty of people who went to high school, they graduated, yeah, and they still have panic attacks when it comes to filling out forms, mm-hmm. like. Or even using computers, mm-hmm. doing adult stuff, air yeah. quotes, and it and it's like, I feel like that's something that you would have gotten accustomed to mm-hmm. in school, but yet they 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 struggle with it like yeah. hardcore. A lot of my stuff that I'm saying is not a direct thing from homeschooling because but it, you know but that, but we, it's from your experience. Like why? Yeah. Like if you were in school, maybe you would have had another opportunity yeah. to. Maybe I would have gained the confidence because other people, past that. yeah, or maybe other people would see me writing all the time, and I was practicing writing. Maybe I would have gained the confidence to not yeah. care about writing in front of other people because I would mm-hmm. do it all the time. Yeah, and again, this all goes back to personality and it like really who you does. are, because yeah. like Dallin's saying, people who have graduated public school, they are just in the same exact situation as you are, mm-hmm. and it's all that's why it's so gray when it comes to deciding if you want to homeschool your kids or not, because yeah. you just don't know. Like yeah. that example you brought up of like. Choosing your kid's it's, gender, you don't know fifteen really year, fifteen years yeah. down the road how it's going to affect them. You really don't. Because I have I have friends as well that they went to high school, graduated, and they're still like pretty socially awkward. Yeah, and that's what most people associate with being homeschooled. And when they find out that we're homeschooled, they they wouldn't have guessed. No, yeah, because that's one aspect that we didn't get from being homeschooled. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. I'm also not saying that you need to graduate in order to live life. No, because no. we we've live all... in a different day and age now nope. yeah, where, like you said, you can actually get away where people don't even know you're homeschooled. Yeah. You know, uh, every time I tell people they're they're blown away. They're like, what? Yeah. I, I would have never guessed. Yeah. And I, maybe that's because I'm good at hiding it or that's because I don't let conversations go educational. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't let it happen because I know I will get schooled and it, then it will come out a lot. Um but and I, so I'm not saying that in order to succeed in life, you have to graduate um, or even go to college. We live in an interesting day and age now where you don't have to go to college in no, order you to don't. Uh, no. succeed. It helps out a ton if you're it, working for like a big company. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, they look at that. Yes. So the thing but is, it's not necessary. and so I'm not, I'm not saying that that's what you know, you have to go to school and or anything like that. The thing is, is I guess what I'm saying is that there is stuff that you miss out on, and you have to recognize that your kid will be missing out on this. And that, like you said, every kid is different. So I don't think that every kid needs to be pulled out of school. I think that there are some cases that you probably should be pulled out of school. Maybe you're not doing well. Um, And I think that that's when it becomes okay. But just because you feel like it or you feel like you can do a better job, I don't know about that. Um, It takes a certain personality. Um, I mean, so being successful, you don't have to go to school. No, I mean, you really don't. And I've been learning. You can fake it till you make it. I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and, re- and looking up articles and stuff that like, and I agree with this, that over the last 30 years, people pushed down the throat of society, like for your university, for oh, yeah. your university, for your university. And a lot more jobs, I've said this on the podcast before, a lot more jobs are going to be becoming automated. 
Um, and you cannot automate carpentry. You cannot automate plumbing. You can't automate those 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 skills, those kinds of trades. But for years, when universities were getting bigger, those tech schools or trade schools that are actually way cheap to go to, and like I know I want to be a plumber, I go to school for that. I do it in two years, and I'm done. Those were all looked down upon as like not lofty goals or like good careers. But the fact that you can get the title master plumber is freaking badass. <laughs> but you can make a lot of money. I've heard of plumbers if they work their way up. There's a ton of companies up they here in Utah. Ton of money. They have a bunch of plumbers who work under them. Oh yeah. But it's the perspective that the society tries to throw at how a four-year university is the most important route to go. Whereas maybe a lot of these jobs are going to get automated. And so you got a, a, a degree that's not even going to count for anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas people who decided I'm going to be a carpenter, I'm going to put up cabinetry all day, not Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> or how do you pronounce it down? Ikea. 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 Um, Ikea. Um, but those those things, like, so if people are listening to this, like, do I have to, uh, on another tangent for education, do I have to go to a four-year university? No. Is it a bad thing? No. But four-year universities don't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And do I have to graduate high school? No, but I do think you should. Yeah, no, I it's, think it's a good thing to, to me, finish those to set the, finish those things to me. And maybe this is just being old school. All right. And I, I'll, I'll take it. You know, maybe this is my conservative side, um, you know, coming out. But I think that you should. I think that going to um, high school is more important than college because those are your young year, years. Yeah. Those are the years it's that true. you're going to really um really excel and you know soak your, up a lot your brain, um, brain is like has the plasticity or whatever they call yeah it and when uh, you're younger yeah um so if, if, i guess to wrap things up and this doesn't have to really be about homeschooling but no matter what cards you're dealt because everybody's dealt a different set of cards you know um let's say uh maybe it's you have a learning disability you have a speech impediment um the color of your skin you're gay, whatever. Oh, maybe you, know, you don't. Like, maybe you don't have the best like home life. Like your parents yes. aren't together or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. Those effects. You're a woman, whatever. You yeah. know, the list goes on. Um, so, and nobody's really dealt the same set of cards. Uh-huh. But I, it's up to the individual to make it work. Whatever your parents decided for you, um, only you can determine that. But parents just know that not every kid is going to figure that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not every kid is going to excel. Not every kid is going to have you. They're not going to turn out exactly how you want them to. They're not going to graduate. Some are not. Some are going to live with you until the age of 30. Um, And that could be from decisions that you made. So understand, bringing this back, that a lot of these things that happens to kids is probably from a decision that you made that you once thought was right. No, dude, all the freaking crap I learned about communication theories and how humans communicate, they all say it starts, you learn how to communicate from your parents. Yeah. So like the way I have a conflict with somebody and how I decide to uh, overcome that conflict with like, I'm going to be more competitive, or I'm mm-hmm. going to be more uh, accommodating. Mm-hmm. You learn that all as a kid. So the same things that you're talking about where like decisions are made for kids mm-hmm. from parents you're going to soak that all up yep. as a kid and that's who you become as an adult. Now you can learn things to kind of bypass it, but exactly. that's the whole nature nurture so, thing. There you go. Your the decisions that you make as a parent will affect the kids. Now kids, it's up to you to do whatever you want to do with the cards that you're dealt. I will say this last thing, um how I feel about homeschooling. Oh yeah, I want to last last question. Do yep. you guys think you're going to homeschool your kids? Definitely not. Okay. I I'm not against homeschooling. I like I said, I think it's fine for other people. I definitely won't homeschool my kids. Um, I 
wish I was not homeschooled ever. Um, I wish that I was always in public school. And uh, I don't think it's for every kid. And I don't think it's for most kids. Um, but that's how I feel about homeschooling. Huh. What about you, Dallin? You think you'll homeschool your kids? Um, so it's very circumstantial. Like mm-hmm. every, like you're saying, every kid's different. But I don't want to. Yeah. I um, want all my kids to go to school. Exactly. I'm on the same boat. I, I, I will say Dallin. this. I will say this. I forgot to add this. It is circumstantial, and I will let my kid experience school yeah. before deciding homeschool. Makes sense. All my kids will go to school at first if there if there's a problem yeah. or if there's something that I feel is wrong. I will take them out, but I it will not be second grade. It will not be third grade. I feel like at the very least, elementary school is like necessary. Yeah. Like, yep. To decide like exactly is this going to work for them? Because mm-hmm. you can't like. I don't know. The first the first couple of years of school, like you're 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 just a little kid. You don't know anything, and you don't want to be there. Yeah, nobody wants to be there. So and like recess is the best time. Yes, yeah, so it's it. I feel like it's really hard to tell like if school is right for the kid if they haven't really had experience with it. Like you need to be like fourth, like fifth grade, like maybe even sixth to uh, like see like is this. I agree because right I remember 100%. when I first got back from my religious excursion and started going to college. So I would have been twenty one. So from the age of, so I hadn't been in a classroom setting in 11 years, those first few months being in class was like the weirdest, most surreal feeling and kind of nerve wracking, like David was saying, because I hadn't been in that that setting in a very long time. Eventually I got over it. I have a college degree. I, I got a high school degree, um, did a little out of orbit, whatever. But like, I'm on the same boat as, as Dallin where like, I don't decide and I wouldn't want to homeschool my kids, but you got to get through some years of school first yeah. to get that experience. Yeah. And also... It's going to be, if I have one kid who's in the middle, I'm not, maybe if we have like three kids, if the middle kid just doesn't do well and homeschooling would be better for them, mm-hmm. that would be something I'd have to take into yeah. consideration. It can't and just like, be everybody. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, I none of us have kids old enough to make that decision yeah. yet anyway. My daughter's mm-hmm. one, like one year old. So it's like, it's really hard f- for us to like really say what we're going to do. Because yeah. I've heard... A lot of times it's because the parents are just like so like worried for their kid. They're like, I don't know if it's scared or something. Like the kids all like two years old. So they'll make like, rash well. they'll make rash decisions like like I, I want the best thing for my kid. Like this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. yeah. And like but for me now, at the state I'm at now, like I don't want to just quickly like drop them into yep. homeschool. I can't decide. Like, they they need to like they need to know for themselves because yep. I, I feel like it would be a disservice because then they, would, they wouldn't know what it's like because I knew what it was like to be in school. Yeah. Um, and I know what it's like to be homeschooled. So mm-hmm. I, I, I know both worlds. And Dory, she was older too, like I, even older than me, I think, when she was homeschooled. And yeah. like I, I just feel like you do need that. Yeah. You need to learn that they're the responsibility, right? And I think that that's something that you get for being older in school. You know how the game works. Now I just get to do it at home. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't know how that works, that can screw you up. Yeah. Um, so Dallin graduated first. John graduated. Um, in my early 20s. Early well, 20s. funny thing is I started college first because they didn't care that I didn't have a GED. So I, I always joke, I started college in California, graduated high school in Utah, and then I got my bachelor's degree also in Utah. Yeah. So you graduated. I never graduated. I still don't have my GED, but we're all doing fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, a lot of this so, stuff is like. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say that, but parents do not play with fire. Like, yeah. If you decide to take your kids out before they even know what school is, you are playing with fire. 
not every kid is going to turn out like us. We all are different too. What I'm saying is not everyone's going to have older siblings who bring in things again from the outside world. Outside world. That's one big factor. Not every kid is going to have the drive to want to be a you know better and and survive in this world. Some of them might just rely on mommy and daddy till they're 30 because guess what? They've been living at home and not going to school, and now they're just going to take advantage of the kids. You got your wish. You know, yeah. you, which your you know your wish was to stay with your kids, <laughs> you got it. An extra fifteen years. Extra fifteen years. Yeah, so it's... do not play with fire, parents. Do yeah. not decide something for your kids at a young age when they have no decision. Yeah. So, like circumcision. Like circumcision. <laughs> Wait until the damn kids eighteen. Isn't isn't there like a new like there is. group of people yes. like protesting there is. against circumcision? There is. I saw. They like wear like like a white like a white oh, suit. And then they have like a red patch over their crotch. Oh, like that gosh. I have not seen. That's yeah. weird. I think they're gonna say they have like a little hoodie. Over yeah, a little. No, <laughs> no. The, the, it's like whatever they're wearing. It's like all one color, and then they have a like red like patch around their crotch to be like like protest against circumcision. Oh, because right. their kids like kids aren't old enough to decide. Yeah, that. that's a good episode. What it's like to be bring Domus <laughs> circumcised. Yeah. Bring Domus on there because he was circumcised he was circumcised when he was eighteen. We yeah. saw the video. <laughs> yeah, well, and that was like, not. Sound like rubber getting yeah. cut. Yeah, that was not a homeschool research project. Yeah. That was just because. See what the hell, parents? You let me decide that one, but <laughs> yet you couldn't let me decide to go to school. Come on. Uh... Hey, they they had to choose one. Yeah, yeah. right. One or the other. <laughs> um. Well, that's the uh, what it's like to be homeschooled. So um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. And Dallin and David, thanks for coming. Cool. Thanks. Peace Thank out, you. everybody.